Yo, 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 what is good? This is the 16s and Things D podcast, and this is your host, Ms. 100. What is good, y'all? What is good? It's been a minute since I recorded the last episode. Yes, I know. I definitely got to be more consistent recording these episodes, but hey, it's November, and this is a Thursday, the eve, the eve of a new Nas album is coming out tomorrow, November 11th, on President's Day. This is when this episode is going to be released on President's Day, on the day that the legend, the GOAT, Nasir Jones releases KD3, exclusively produced by Hit Boy. I can't wait to hear it, but I can't speak on it because I never heard none of the songs yet. <laughs> but um, I'm going to start the episode off with saying I want to send my prayers and condolences to take off rapper take off from the amigos that recently got killed and um a couple of weeks ago so shout out to the amigos and his family you know everything that's going on that's awful it's an awful thing i wasn't a fan of the amigos um but i did rock with their hit songs you know mainly the songs that i heard on the radio or the songs that they did videos for and some of their features I, I fuck with also but i'm not gonna sit here and say i didn't i, I was a fan and, <laughs> and i listened to all their um, albums and stuff like that but um yeah so i'm gonna get in today's episode i got quite a few this episode might be longer than usual um i got a few ep- topics that i want to touch on you know um start off with I thought this was a really dope topic that to get into is it's called um, underrated hip hop producers. I only chose three, and I chose these three hip hop producers. Well, let me take the hip hop off. I'm gonna say producers because they are producers. They didn't only produce songs for hip hop artists, but they also produce other um, for other artists, and other genres of music. My first producer I'm going to go with is Johnny J. I don't know if many of y'all are familiar with Johnny J's work, but Johnny J produced a lot of songs for Tupac. Johnny J was a a Mexican-American, multi-platinum songwriter, producer. Oh, wow. I didn't know he was a rapper also. They say he's a rapper, but he's got his career start by working uh, with death row records and he's mainly known for some of tupac's bangers songs like against the world um all eyes on me um and a lot of like the songs pop released after he died um some of the bangers that i like that he produced was how do you want it thug passion picture me rolling life goes on Pour out a little liquor. Um, that's some of the bangers that I liked from him. But which this is funny to me because I didn't know that Johnny J produced a lot of those records on the All Eyes on Me double CD, well double album. I mean, you don't listen to CDs no more. But um, yeah, Johnny J, extraordinary yo, extraordinary dope producer, and um, rest in peace to him because. I see that he died in 2008, which that's something else I didn't know. 
So yeah, rest in peace to Johnny J, a dope, underrated producer. No, nobody talks about him that much, but he has so many bangers, yo. So many bangers. I'm gonna go on to my second one. And listen, I'm not putting these in no particular order. The way I'm doing this is three, and that's it. Is there's no like, oh, you know, Johnny J is the best out of these three. No, I'm not doing it like that. I'm just giving revealing my three underrated producers. My next one is Apollo Brown, one of the dopest producers representing Detroit. He has some of the best collab albums. I mean, that's how I found out about him when um, he did an album with Razzcast that to this day I still listen to. It's a really, really dope album. But this production style is, is like sample heavy and with, with like soulful sounds and stuff. Like, you know, he's he's really dope. Some of my favorite collab albums with him is of course I said the Razzcast, Guilty Simpson, OC, Planet Asia, Sky Zoo, Locksmith, Joel Ortiz. And um that's my favorite. You know, he did many more. I think he did a drawing with Ghostface too. I don't think I was feeling that one too much. I think it was called Brown Paper Bag or some shit. I, I'm not sure. But, um, yeah. And he also did a lot of uh, compilation albums. That's pretty dope, too, with various different artists on there, too. I think he did, like, two of those. So, yeah, you can check those out. But all you got to do is just type his name in, Apollo Brown, and all his work will pop up. I don't know if y'all listen so, well, subscribe to Spotify, Apple Music, or whatever. You just go on YouTube. But yo, check him out, yo. He's really dope. His sound is really dope. So my last one is High Tech. High Tech, yo. High Tech. One of Cincinnati's finest. You know what I'm saying? High Tech is dope, yo. Um, let me see. He, I first heard of him when he did songs with. Um, Talib, how can I forget that? Talib, yo. Um, Talib, it was the first album that they did called Reflection Eternal, and I didn't know that he actually, he actually named his record label Reflection Eternal. I never knew that, but um, I was so captivated by his production style on that album. I think to this day that that album is a classic of his. And high tech, he went on to shit. He went on to produce some hit records, also by plenty of artists. Fifties from Fifty Cent to to shit, a lot of people. I can't um I can't think of nobody off the top of my head right now. But um yeah, high tech is really one of those dope ones, yo. Definitely one of the dope ones. Um. So yeah, let me get into my topics, the main topics. Um, I'm gonna slow walk this one because this one, this topic, it really gets to me. <laughs> it really gets to me. For those who know me personally, know I've been a Lakers fan since Magic Johnson was running a point. And I gotta say, these Lakers are trash. I know it's early. I think it's been about. 12 games or 13 games so far it doesn't matter it doesn't matter i don't see this lakers team winning 40 games um maybe 
maybe 35 at tops. You know what I'm saying? I think me saying them winning 35 games is shit. That's a that's a lot because this, they're not in sync. Um, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready. Just I'm just ready for this whole LeBron and friends experience to be over. Um, I got a shout out my homie Ben Gotti who broke down the NBA contracts and how they locked in. Um, a lot of the art, I mean, a lot of the players are locked in with the uh, Lakers, such as like Westbrook. He got this, his his contract is crazy, but they locked in for the rest of the year. So what it's looking like is they're going to be trash this year. This going to be a waste of year. AD Anthony Davis. He stayed hurt, you know. Um, he's a huge disappointment. I know they got the chip in, that, in the bubble, but I don't know, man. AD, he just don't He don't look the same. He, he could ball. I like him, but it's something about him. He don't look the same. Um, they just don't look in sync out there. LeBron is LeBron. LeBron still got game. Uh, LeBron... You know, he's still in shape. He still, he don't look winded out there, nothing. He looks more frustrated than anything out there. And that's what I think, you know, pains me the most seeing LeBron, who really is a, he's a great, he's, he's definitely a Hall of Famer, but it's, it's sad the way, you know, he's going out. Um, I don't know. I don't know if LeBron going to continue to stay with the Lakers and they make some trades next season. I don't know, but I'm ready for them to get some young legs in there. I'm still mad that they hauled off a lot of the, the, the young ones like Clarkson, Randall, uh, Lonzo Ball, Ingram, you know, even Josh Hart, like from Villanova. It's like a lot of them young guys is like key. They got key roles on their teams now. You know what I'm saying? It's, I, I think they should have at least held on. To, to Lonzo Ball and, and um, Ingram, at least. Because Ingram, he's developing. Well, he has developed very well, very well with the Penguins. Oops, excuse me. That's the one. I mean, the Pelicans. Yeah, they got a fucked up name. <laughs> they got a fucked up name. Pelicans is a fucked up name for a team. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry, New Orleans, but that's a fucked up name for an NBA team. It just is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yo... I'm going to come right back. We're going to get into this song of the week. I'll be right, right, right back. Don't take this ass whipping choice of the week. Dynamite, blast radios, black radio, core capability, flock over facility. 
fly guy, do or die, best die, energy, simplify, B-E-Y, these hoes hilarious, from cardiac serious, cardiac tank up, blow the central bank up, throw away your bank truck, nah baby it ain't luck, days without a wave, we prayed that we made one, see the God graces with flavors and fountains, X amount of mountains, X amount of X amount is countless, the wizard is a fraud, what you afraid for, saw a lot of thunder, no rainfall, no consider glowing, get the geometric showing level. Stars of the story gotta move in different. Goofy niggas, they hate being their jeans, look as they true religion. If it isn't love, it must be new addition. Fly guys, now we don't believe in superstition. Superman to man, see through the system with my supervision. Powerful, the spirit'll grab you like tabernacle. The voice of the people keep it deeper than an Adam's apple. Yeah, even more than before. Said what I said, cause I saw what I saw. Son swore he ain't the boys, but always calling the law. I got him acting unhinged like a door on the floor. Yeah. I'm never silent, always speaking up Personally, I find this cowardly niggas weak as fuck I'm just no peace, too much, can never be enough Louder than the bomb, I'll be turning up till the speakers bust Living on the road, mama framing my tour poster Stay away from these industry agents, they all vultures Breaking up these toys, cause they fake it, it's more soldiers I don't know why they do it, but it can't be for the culture Claiming La Cosa Nostra, we in love with the coca They hit niggas with the Rico, way people put it in cola For generational wealth, they standing on their ancestors' shoulders After burning down Oklahoma. Hey yo, call your messenger hanging off the shoulder. Laying on the bunk, screaming three men sober. With three men shells, rocking three men. Catch you in the shower, nigga, keep playing. My shit feel like a cinematic again. My favorite fiend with the rehab. Two weeks later, he was back in attic again. He was three dollar shorts, had a dragon from the bench wagon again. Crash the brought another tour. Did him charge Jeff, lover boy. Everybody know my thing, burn clean. Finny sweatpants, got the Mac on the drawstring. My nigga hit me just to say he got the biggest lock in Orleans. I had a 38 or 14. 14. Eric got a poncho, Blanco. So much coke, he had to get the baking soda from Costco's. We shoot a sniff of coke like John Bones. Man, rock, come and shake it with the top zones. Get your hella for my boom. Stylist picked it out with the eyes closed. Gucci house with the rhinestones. When you see the red wagon, you know it's happening. That's it in the Dunhill, niggas know it's bracket. Red shows on the loose, I'm a show assassin. Hopped out at Corbone, all the cameras flashing. Hopped out at Corbone, all the bitches grabbing. Bitches love the fly guard, all these niggas capping. LV snapback with the crystals backwards. Yes, yes, yes. I'm back, y'all. Yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed that dope song by Westside Gun featuring Blackstar called Peppers off that new 10 album. Yeah, that album to me, I've been killing it. <laughs> I've been killing that album for like the past two weeks. Um, definitely uh, going to be one of my albums of the year. Um, it's up there. It's in my top five. Westside Gun. Called the album called Ten featuring Black Star and Talib. I mean, damn, Black Star and Talib. I mean, Black Star featuring <laughs> Talib and Yasin Bay. Dope, dope. Number lyrics and bars on that drum produced by Conductor Williams. Yeah, that's one of my new favorite producers. Uh, check him out, Conductor Williams. He produced a lot, lot for that Griselda Camp. 
dope. Nothing but dopeness, y'all. But I'm going to get into um, my next topic. Um, I'm off them Lakers, man. Piss me off. But, yeah, let me go into my Eagles. Yo, shout out to the Eagles, man. Eagles undefeated, man. I, I didn't see this coming. You know, I thought they would be good this year with the new additions, but I didn't think they would be this good. Uh, I got to say the coach is coaching very well. Um, he's not getting totally outcoached in the games. But I'm here to talk about my man Jalen. Jalen Hurts, yo. He is balling. If he continues to play like this, he is looking to be an MVP candidate. You can't tell me he isn't. Got tons of touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? I think he only threw like two or three um, interceptions, which is great. His progression from last year to this year is is totally amazing. Um, I haven't even seen a quarterback that has such a, a, a fast one year progression, which is which is a good progression. You know, he's making reads out there. He's throwing passes that he, you know, he looked like he lacked a little bit of accuracy last year. Because last year I thought he only threw the ball well when he was on a run. But now I'm seeing him, he, he in the pocket throwing rockets, throwing bombs. You know what I'm saying? I know he has better weapons this year, but, you know, I mean, shit, A.J. Brown out there looking like baby T.O. and shit. That's, yo, he's looking nice. Um, yeah, A.J. is looking nice out there. But, yeah, Jalen is doing well. He shows that he has excellent leadership skills. It, sh- it looks like the, the teammates, they love him. They rally behind him. Look like they want to play for him. Look like they want to listen to him. They rocking out with him. And let's not forget the other side of the ball. That defense. That defense is killing it. <laughs> defense is doing their thing. The defensive line. The linebackers. The secondary. They doing their thing out there, yo. I, I got to say, I did not expect them to be 8-0. I did not see that. I really didn't. Um, you got some haters out there saying that they got a weak schedule. Yo, y'all just go ahead and continue to hate while the Eagles go right into that Super Bowl and win that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I'm going to my next topic. I'm going to talk a little bit of NBA stuff, how I feel, what's going on with uh, some of the NBA teams that I think is looking good so far. I'm going to start off with the Bucks. Bucks is still, I think, the only team. Maybe that's only lost once. I think they like ten and one, something like that, or eleven and one. I'm I'm not sure, but I know they don't have more than one loss. You know what I'm saying? Um, they out there balling. They they coach well. Um, they have a unique unit. They got a bench. They all know their roles. And Giannis is out there doing his thing. He don't care that he ain't got a jump shot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He he don't care that he don't got a three-point shoot, three-point three point shot. But guess what? He's still out there shooting them motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's still out there shooting and beasting. Beasting all over the place. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out Giannis and the Bucks. Um, my other team that I see is doing pretty well um, is the Cavs. It's looking like the Cavs. That put together a very nice unit, and it's a nice mixture of uh, young talent 
and talent that's in their prime. Like their point guard Garland is nice. He's nice with the handle. He's nice with the jump shot. He's nice at you know uh, running the running the team. But then with the addition of Donovan Donovan Mitchell, uh, man, that just amplifies things. You know that 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 amplifies things on a whole nother level. Um, he's balling. He's out there balling. Um, they got Allen in the middle. He doing his thing. Um, I mean, they balling. The Cavs is really balling, yo. They gonna be a tough team that in the eat, you know, come down to um the Eastern Conference playoffs. They gonna be there. I see them being in the playoffs. If long as if they have no you know severe injuries to no none of the players, but they should be there. Um, the third team is the Suns. Suns is balling. You know, um, they another team that's they pretty they coach pretty well. They have a nice core unit. Chris CP three doing his thing. Um, Booker, they was they found a way to keep their center. They man um, was his Aiden. They they found a way to keep Aiden, which is a good thing because he fits in well with them. I know he don't have like the best relationship with some of the coaches and the staff over there, administration. I, I don't know the stories going on with that, but. Somehow they kept him happy and he was able to stay, which is dope. But before I move forward, I want to actually talk about um, Maxi, Tyrese Maxi from the Sixers. Yeah, I've really get a pleasure uh, out of looking at him ball. Like he really be doing his thing out there. That dude has like a whole nother gear out there with his speed. His speed is unmatched. Um, his speed is, is that first step is similar to like a Iverson, like first, you know, when Iverson had that first step, it, it, that was unmatched. His, his first step, even though Iverson was small, he was still that speed and that athleticism got him over and his toughness. But, you know, this is Maxi we talking about. Maxi got a long ways to go. Be you know, I don't want to give him the full comparison to AI. AI is a legend, but I'm loving the game for Maxi. I don't know what direction the Sixers are going in right now. Currently, James Harden is out. Embiid, I don't know. I think Embiid might be out of his prime. I think they already seen what they seen with Embiid. I don't think they're going to get nothing else special out of him. Um, he just, I don't know. I don't know what, what they're going to end up doing, but... Some people think that Doc Rivers need to go. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you got Tobias Harris. You got P.J. Tucker, who I don't think should even start. P.J. Tucker is the worst. (laughs) You know, I would save him to the playoffs so he can run out there and talk shit and foul a couple of motherfuckers, you know, get in their head, make, you know, get them out of their game or whatever. But he's not a starter. You know, P.J. Tucker is not a starter, yo. You know what I'm saying? I love my Philly teams, but I don't know. Um, before I move on, I want to shout out to the Phillies organization. I'm not a Major League Baseball fan, but um, Phillies did their thing, and I got to mention it because I'm born and raised in Philly, and I live here, and they had the city on fire. They did their thing. Um, I know Houston. They won the World Series, but 
hey, Phillies, shout out to them. They did an outstanding job this season, especially um, in the playoffs. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to get on to my last topic and I'm going to get into, you know, my thoughts on this Kyrie Irving situation. Um, let me just get a little sip of this wine real quick. Get yeah, some got a nice little glass of red wine. And uh, for those who need to know, I like my wine warm, not cold. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so let me get into this. My thoughts on Kyrie Irving. Um, I know in the past, Kyrie has said some silly things like the earth is flat and he was refusing to get vaccinated, which I wasn't mad at his stance on that. But of course, it created a, it created a lot of controversial, um, you know, he was considered selfish and, you know, but a lot of things was unknown back then when that shot that cold that um the COVID shot was available. A lot of things I know. A lot of people it was a scary situation. I, you know, I don't blame him. That's his body. That's his choice. But um, I'm gonna move on from that. You know, um, in the NBA, it just seemed like you know he is looked upon as being a disobedient pro athlete. You know, he always goes against the grain and. It's t- and, you know, and look, it's, it's nothing wrong with being like that. As long, as long as he's not causing no harm to anyone, I don't see a problem with it, you know. But, you know, some even say, you know, he, he's a bad teammate and um, he puts himself before the team and he doesn't think about, you know, his actions off the court, blah, 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 blah. I get all that, you know, um, but. It appears to me Kyrie is at peace with any decision that he makes, anything that comes out of his mouth. I think he's at peace spiritually. I think he's at, at peace on, you know, his goals in life. I think he he, he came at, at a midpoint in his life where he just like, yo, I, I did the things that I dreamed about. Now I want to do things that's bigger than the NBA. I think that's where he at with it. I don't think he really cared for playing in the NBA anymore. Um, that's just the way I see it. it. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. He could still have that love and still want to get NBA championships. But I think he he's at a spiritual space that he feels so free that he don't want to move like the obedient pro athlete no more. You know, I don't I don't think that's where he at with it. Um, but I'm going to just say, listen, I've never been his team teammate, but um, I never heard any of his teammates say bad things about him. Uh, but I will say it appears like, you know, it, it just appears that the media created their own negative narrative about him, you know, and, I, you know, it's just because of the things that he has done in the past. Um, but I'm going to just say this with this recent situation. I don't, I don't see any reason for the harsh punishment that the Nets have gave him. Um, I think his apology was justified. I mean, look, the Jews still have not requested just Bezos to, to remove the documentary off Amazon. I haven't watched the documentary, but I 
have heard from some that did see it, and they were saying that it, it really wasn't no hate towards the Jews in that documentary. Um, but, hey, I didn't see it. I just feel like nowadays celebrities and pro athletes are not allowed to voice their opinions about social issues. You know, I mean, well, hold up. Wait a minute. I take that back. I shouldn't say not allowed. I I'm, I'm, I'm meant to say they don't like to see them doing it. You know, and I got to ask, is it really freedom of speech in America or do you only have freedom of speech when you're being told what to say? I'm going to leave y'all with that. You know, y'all can ponder on that and think about that question. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Mr. 100 spelled out or on Instagram at Ms. 100. Thanks for listening, y'all. I appreciate it. Peace.